Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me bezzy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life, for attention. Hello, old friend. Hello, stranger. How the fuck are you doing? All the better for seeing you. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Apologies, listeners. Our lives just got away with us. They really, really, really did. It's quite uncommon for us to have such jam-packed social lives. I know. Uh, what, so what have you been up to over these last five years? I have been... Um, what have I been up to? <laughs> Drinking. <laughs> Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of alcohol. Been doing some dating. Yeah. <laughs> of one person. <sighs> but that's all I'm going to say because, you know what, actually, if you're listening to this, that one person, I did tell him about the podcast, much to my dismay. Um, do you want to ask me to be your fucking girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> that's one way to do it. I quite like it. <laughs> Imagine if he finds it and listens to this episode first instead of, oh, and then he ghosts you. Oh, <laughs> oh, feel a bit nauseous. <laughs> nah, it's um, fine. It's romantic. It's Gen Z. It's very Gen Z. Yeah. A so podcast Gen Z though. Did Gen oh, Z no. listen to podcasts? No, they watch them on YouTube. I think, or like they watch oh. sound ba- sound bites. That's it's called, like a clip of it on TikTok. Oh, I see. We should get into that. Yeah, well, that's what I think. I think that's how all the new best podcasts are made. But then I would have to start wearing makeup and not looking like Charlie's Theron from Monster, <laughs> which is my current aesthetic. It's the directly above overhead lighting. <laughs> yeah, it's very interrogation severe. room. <laughs> yeah, getting quite severe under eye bags, but not facial attraction interrogation. <laughs> but is it facial attraction? It's um. Basic instinct. Basic instinct. I love basic ah. instinct. Oh, it's class. It's um, so funny. <laughs> just that that scene and mm-hmm. and it working. Um yeah. so yeah, we're doing drinking, dating, having fun, fun, fun. I feel like stuff has happened and every single thing, every single thing has gone out of my head. So what have you been up to? Well, I've been island hopping again. <laughs> you got honestly once you've got that travel bug but it was no. it, was it a different set of islands no no it was just one island the same one <laughs> island just island hopped just the one hopped onto you one just... stayed there for a week hop back hop back well to uh, be fair this is we're on an island now so it is island hopping that's true do you watch me in chelsea i don't i sort of tried to get into it but i can't get past the accents it's awful. I was crazy because the worst one, like categorically the worst one, is called a Julius. And he's fucking unbearable. And he's got this new girlfriend. And he was saying, I can't remember what the context was. And he said, Yeah, and then I went traveling. And she just looked at him and was like, You went on a family holiday. <laughs> he was like, Well, yeah, I was I was traveling to Rome with my parents. <laughs> And it just made me think every time someone says they've gone traveling, God yeah, knows what they really mean. Probably the Grand Canaria. Uh, but to be fair, I hopped to Paris. And oh then my God, you back. did. Yeah, you that was fun. We've not spoken in so long. I know. That was fun. Oh, gorge. Um, it made me feel because we were thinking, because we, we're always like away at Christmas for fucking ages. And we're thinking, why can't we just put our flat on Airbnb? And I was like, oh, I don't know if that's you know, if we'd be up to the standard and all this stuff. And we went to Paris. She uh, just met us outside of our flat, like mortal, and she'd just come from a bar and just like handed with the cane and was like, there you go, thank you very much. And then left. <laughs> French. Uh, and guess how many <laughs> guess how many steps it was up oh, to Oh, the... yeah. We went, we went mama by any chance. Yeah, I was. But I mean, mm. in, the, in the flat. Oh, in the flat? Fucking tons. 93. Tons, like... 
yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, amazing. But it was great. We went up the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> had a glass of champagne at the top, you know, basic. <laughs> uh, but it was lovely. And then Grand Canaria, oh, it was fantastic. It was winter prize. We caught like the last three days of that. And the headliner was Cascada. Fuck the fuck off. Wait, did you tell me that? I think you might have told me that, but I might have been I pissed think... when I got the message. Uh, yeah, I was pissed when I sent it, but yeah, it was. <laughs> she's got name three Cascada songs. I can't. I, I can't. Well, I thought I couldn't either, but they, every you... single one I knew. Yeah. There's so many bangers. Apparently, she does it every year. She's. Well, I think she's get... forty-one. Oh, oh my god, up. is she? Is she born in my special year? <gasps> the Serena Williams check. year. Yeah, let's see. Well, that everyone worth. If she is, this proves anyone. my point. Uh, what's her name? Natalie Horner. Ninety-one. <laughs> she fucking is. <laughs> oh my god! I think that's the same birthday, as Serena. <gasps> let's have a look. Twenty-third of September, twenty-sixth. But in that one week in nineteen eighty-one, the world produced Serena Williams and Cascada. It, no, do I need any good. more evidence that this is just the best part of human history ever? <laughs> God. We're five minutes in and we're on Serena Williams. <laughs> I need to keep her alive now she's retired. Sorry, she's evolved away from the sport. Um, yeah, that was fantastic. I really loved it. And then, yeah, just been started filling our calendars with Christmassy things. We're going to Winter Wonderland tomorrow. Oh. Michael's choice. How is Michael doing? Oh, great. Yeah. He's just, you know, currently having a bath. Uh, is he recovered? Oh, yes. I was going to oh. say, you don't know what from. <laughs> I was like, oh, my. oh, yeah, that wasn't so great. So he's had a sore ear for quite a long time, actually, because I remember it was before it was Paris. He was putting stuff in his ear in Paris. And then it got really, really much worse. And he had to go to the hospital. And he had an, <laughs> a bacterial and fungal ear infection. Oh, fucking hell. That's absolutely no joke. I remember once... Mm. I had an ear infection when I was a child and I was in absolute agony and was screaming the house down and my brother was so distressed. Like that's how you know it's bad. And like my brother, who mm. normally doesn't give a shit about me, was distressed and he was like, Mom, please take her to the hospital. Mum was like, I go and I've had wine. <laughs> and then we went to the doctors the next day and the doctor who knew my mum, like they were pals, pulled my mum to one side. She said, just so you know, Christine. An ear infection of that severity is worse on the pain scale than childbirth. So Michael has been giving birth over and over again for weeks, which Mm -hmm. I think is quite sexy that he just kept that to himself. Yeah, it's hot. We went to see Bones and All. uh, And he was sitting there the whole time, like in agony. I didn't realise. And then I was like, what do you think of the film? And he was like, I couldn't want it. It's like, oh. <laughs> and then we're just like in Tottenham Court Road, like ringing my mom. I rang my mom. Well, yeah, they're the go-to, aren't they? Yeah, she no, just she has is. numerous doctor people in her life that she then rang and they rang me and oh, it was quite stressful. Oh, um, I've been seeing some good shit recently. Some good, good shit. Well, I-, I was meant to go and see <laughs> After sun yesterday, but I was hungover and somebody had said it's like a big cry film. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not in the emotional headspace for this. Mm. Um, but I saw Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard that's fantastic. Really good. Really fucking good. What else have I seen? Oh, I started watching Wednesday on Netflix. Have you started mm, that? Oh, it's really, I really, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. You have heard that's good as well. Yeah, Tim Burton. That is Tim Burton best. We're the type of people who say, oh, right, we plan what we're going to watch all week. And we're like, we'll watch yeah. that on Sunday, we'll watch that. And then we we'll just watch Housewives all, all day, every day. <laughs> yeah, no, I am not. I'm like, as some, something comes out and I'm like, oh, I really want to go and see. I really want to see the menu. Yes, I want to see yeah. that too. We're going to watch that, but it wasn't on at that cinema. I've got a story about After Sun. Oh, no, go on. So I was going to my friend... Charlotte, who I mentioned quite a lot on the podcast, and she listens. Hi, Charlotte. She's buzzing that we're recording tonight. She keeps asking us. Oh, hi, Charlotte. Uh, and she is quite a fabulous woman. And and we went to her house for dinner, and it was like she made this gorgeous dinner. It was like, oh, no big deal. Here's my beautiful dinner. It was honestly such a fab night. But I almost uh-huh. ruined it at the very start because we went with my other friend from work, Taylor. And 
Tate, I was like, Taylor, why is your girlfriend not here again? Oh, she's gone. She's gone <laughs> with her sister. Say after son. And I went, oh my God, I've seen that. <laughs> I went to watch it get filmed. What do you think I thought you meant? <laughs> Love Island. <laughs> Love Island after son. It's not even on at the minute. You know, when you say something and you're just like, why the fuck is that where my mind went? We went to see Love Island after Sun gets filmed a couple of years ago. Remember that? Mora was outside. Yeah. I think we've told this story in the podcast before, but anyway. Uh Um, Yeah, that was quite embarrassing, but I laughed it off. (laughs) So did he, thankfully. (laughs) It's like, again, I know I've said this before on the podcast, but just Gabe my friend Gabe <laughs> your friend as well actually since you played tennis with her before um yeah. once had a, a 20 minute conversation with someone about slam poetry and she called it slam dunk poetry the whole time <laughs> every time I think of that it oh. just makes me fucking crease slam dunk it's... poetry it makes oh, sense I like it and I had a little podcast callback moment because I had to give them um, a couple of your in samples on Friday <laughs> and do you know what on the pot it says quite clearly where to piss to <laughs> like, it how, much, how much to give which is quite a task actually <laughs> well yeah it must be so much harder for women it is it turns out i have no idea uh you know like the old the old cat call show us where you piss from <laughs> it turns out i won't be able to yeah, I know it's like boys don't know how many holes girls have. Neither do yeah. girls. No, I know how many I've got. I just don't know where they all are. <laughs> I don't think you need to. <laughs> That's for your date to figure out. Oh, oh God, I'm so raunchy this evening. <laughs> just another quick Charlotte story. She, she, she was in the office today. People who aren't usually in on Monday. So I was at home with my new dog, Rocky. We just borrow him once a week. Oh my uh, god, that picture of that dog yesterday, Paul. He's hilarious. He looks like a gremlin. He does. He does. Why? The owner says he got looks bold like... eyelids. I don't know. The owner thinks he looks like Michael J. Fox, which I don't know if I say, but I just think it's a funny little thing to say. Um, but anyway, Charlotte messaged me like, oh, have you got five minutes? I just need to run something by you. And she rang us on Teams and I was in the bath. <laughs> Having a bubble bath. It was 20 past four. In my defence, have I told you that I've become an early riser? Have you? Well, you because you had this epiphany a few months ago. Yeah, when you I've, that... I've been getting up early every day, and I'm, early to me is like seven. That's really early for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I've been getting up at seven, and because I'm at home, I just start work at like eight. So yeah, I am actually finished by four, but it's still funny that I was in the bubble bath. Um. All right, let's move on to the book now. Okay, yes. I think it was your recommendation. It was. What? Well, tell us, tell us what the book is and what the drink is. Oh fuck! I forgot about the drink. (laughs) (laughs) I knew you would, but tell me what you think the drink was. Um, the drink was. I don't know for sure. I know what the spirit was, but I can't remember what it was mixed with. So I've just guessed. Well, tell me what the spirit was whiskey it was a seven and seven that was it so what was it whiskey and what seven up ah oh, i did ginger ale that's oh, close well. enough yeah How seven that? seven ryan atwood what's his name yeah ryan atwood oh, where did yeah. that come from uh yeah so it's actually all right i've got it in this masculine cup but it says michael Bye. on the front in cursive so i don't think it's that masculine <laughs> i don't even know where he got it you know what? I think it was actually from Sarah, the receptionist from Kiyomiwa. Oh. Kiyomiwa. Yeah. Oh, Why did you link it to yeah. the OC? That's a good question. Or oh, just the book? Well, yeah, yeah. the book. Uh... Seven, seven and seven, the seven moons of, but then. Oh, it must have been. That'll be it. Oh, okay, good. Um, yeah. Okay, so, and what's the book? The book is The Seven Moons of Marley Almeida. I'm just reading your, co- Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it won, and it's won the twenty twenty two Booker. What I should have said in my hiatus from the podcast, where I was doing a lot of drinking and a lot of dating and a lot of like entertaining and schmoozing <laughs> and just being quite fabulous, mm. I've 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 done no reading. <laughs> <laughs> I have not read the book. I've read 
I'll tell you how much I've read because I've got it on both my phone and my Kindle because I've been trying to fucking get through it. Mm. Um, let me see. I am at 35% of the way through. Oh, dear. Oh, dearie me. And it's it's annoying because, I mean, I won't, like, you're going to have to really take the floor on this one. Obviously, I don't like not finishing books. I especially don't like not finishing book-a-wise, book-a-prize-winning books um, because, like, it doubles down on my theory that I'm actually incredibly thick. But... I just couldn't pull. I just couldn't get through it. It doesn't mean to say I didn't like it. I actually quite enjoyed it when I was reading it. But what would happen is I'd just open my Kindle and then I'd go, which is me falling asleep. Anywhere, anywhere I was, I would do it. I'd like that my desk in the office on my lunch break, straight to sleep. I mean, it was great. It's been great in terms of like bedtimes. (laughs) Yeah, I'm struggling to get to sleep. I just like, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll read one line. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, from what I gathered, of that thirty-five percent, the plot is first person, and it's about someone who was a photographer, like a, pol- a political photographer, would photograph scenes of like protests and executions. It's set in. Um, Sri Lanka, is it? Yeah, did you did you see all the references to Iraq? I I fucking did actually, yeah. Well yeah. I saw one. Yeah. Um that's how far I got. Um it's set in Sri Lanka, they drink Iraq, and what has happened has the photographer whose name evades me now. Well that's bloody Marley, um, isn't it? Oh <laughs> <laughs> it's in the title. <laughs> <laughs> he has been killed and we join him now as he navigates the first seven moons which i think is nights of the afterlife or whatever that well it is the afterlife but the way that that looks and works and um yeah that's about where i got i'll tell you something for nothing Mm. funny some real Mm. funny moments in it Mm -hmm. Um, it's humorous and I really wanted to, I did really want to get into it. I really wanted to enjoy it. And I was enjoying it, but it was just, it was a fucking chore. It was a real chore. I needed to read something like normal people. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was yeah. reading during this period of my life. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, back to you in the studio. Well, it's been a while since I read it. <laughs> um, now. Lots to like about the book. Mm-hmm. Really interesting perspective. Great nu- narrator. Queer. Funny. Irreverent. Loved that stuff. It's what I liked about it was that. So all of the people who are in this afterlife have yeah. been killed in the war and protest. And it's all the, you know, the violence, the violence, all the violence, <laughs> the violence, zombie. Zombie. <laughs> I didn't even, oh, that's didn't, quite fitting. <laughs> it is. I didn't even mean to say violence. I meant to say voices that have been silenced. <laughs> so you never hear the Sri Lankan wars and all of these horrible things. You never hear the voices of the people who've been killed. So, and and it wasn't like this really sad, depressing book about these silenced voices. They were actually pretty funny and. It was just a very unique story and perspectives of all of these cool dead people. Um, I found I did find it really hard. It was a, it was a slog for me as well. I didn't. Oh, like, thank God! I didn't blaze through it by any stretch. Um, it was one of those books, and I was I was telling people when I was reading it that you know those books that you just can't take in. So yeah. no. Yeah. I, I, style of writing or something I'm just not used to reading that style of writing I couldn't I, I was grasping if I read at my normal speed I was grasping about 50% of it at any mm-hmm. any given time so I found that hard I didn't particularly follow it very no. well and it felt I mean there were a few big stints of um not reading it between me actually reading it but the bits that mm. I did read I'd be like, I, I don't where are we what's going on again like it wasn't yeah. I never felt the itch to get back no um but 
it was a strange blend of lots and lots of different genres. So from historical novel to war to humor uh, to comedy. Oh, that's the same as humor. Um, <laughs> so I nodded. I was like, mm, yeah, yeah, mm, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, humorous. Mm, 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 mm. So I appreciated that. I haven't necessarily read anything like it before. And maybe that's why oh. it was so hard to for me to fully understand it. And written in first person present, which I don't see as a Booker winning voice. <laughs> well, they're uh, straying away from the Booker associated norms, aren't they? Because humor mm-hmm. would not have had a place at the table a couple of years ago. Nah. And I mean... <laughs> Queer Sri Lankan dead people. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, what do you so... reckon in comparison to last year's winner the promise by damon gaggled <laughs> um i mean i preferred the promise because i understood more of it yeah but i can see that this person is an incredible writer and i bet well obviously people did understand it because it won the booker or maybe not who knows maybe, maybe everyone's pretending mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but you know i'm not in a rush to read it again but i think lots of people would fucking love it he's just dead clever man dead dead well, clever that's- that's another thing you know sometimes when you read these books that are critically acclaimed mm. I think that becomes the focal point and like that's the way that it felt for me I was reading stuff and when I was reading it I was impressed but I was just impressed by the writer like I was like oh fuck like I would never have thought to have put a sentence together like that I'm pretty sure most people alive and most writers wouldn't have ever thought to have put a sentence like that together so I was just like oh yeah that's fucking great and then I would spiral because I think how the hell am I ever going to write a book when the sentences I like to put together are like oh I'd love I'd love the taste of that why not we'll take the bottle that's why you loved um happy hour <laughs> yeah exactly um I don't think Nightcrawling wasn't shortlisted was it but it was, it was long-listed, long-listed. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. There's no point in comparing, but I'm just trying to think of notable. You have themes. read, yeah, books I've read. Um, what was the standout point? What was the the big take? Well, one of the other genres it was was a mystery. So there was this mystery sort of thrillery oh, plot of course, that was going yeah. through it, which was good. It kind of kept you hanging on to that, if you even if you didn't understand everything. Yeah, basically what happened to him, there's these photographs that he kept under his bed and you you want to know what they are and what they're for. I'm not sure if I fully understood in the end. Uh, I suppose when I knew I was quite doomed was near the beginning, they spell out what happened in this, in, in like yeah. Sri Lankan history. And it's very nice of him to do that because obviously we're all white narcissists. Yes. But even that, even though it was literally written in bullet points, and I read it over and over again. I still didn't really understand what had gone on. So I think that made it difficult. So it's like, it's literally got LTTE, the Liberation Tigers of Tamil Elam. They want a separate Tamil state, prepared to slaughter Tamil civilians and moderates to achieve this. The JVP, the John- Janatha Vimukthi Paramuna, want to overthrow the, throw the capitalist state, are willing to murder the working class. So they gave you all of that. And then I suppose you're supposed to kind of remember throughout the book when they're using these initialisms but I just didn't I just couldn't remember mm, and I just couldn't yeah, be no. asked to keep referring back to my little cheat sheet yeah. so yeah maybe if you really really clued in on Sri Lankan history and politics this mm. would be fucking class yeah I mean I suppose what I liked was that as I said it felt like some weird un- like underground subculture of all of these people who who aren't you know the state hate or they've been killed or um yeah. and that was nice to just hear kind of normal people they're dead so they, they can't be killed again so they can say what they really think and yeah I think that was a really fascinating way of talk of, of telling that story mm-hmm. just wish I understood a bit more of it yeah oh, I need to be kept away from book recommendation recommending um on a podcast what? where we recommend a book every week. <laughs> yeah, well, you can just take the, you, you, you oh, know that I see. I'm just a recurring guest on this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you something for free. The depictions of gore were quite um, gory. Gory. I don't think I've read a book that went into that much 
graphic detail of the way that people have been tortured and then killed. It was mm-hmm. like, like you know, when you get to look away normally with it when it's a film. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't really when it's a book. So I was just a bit like, ah, ah, ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> And loads of my people, loads of my people, loads of my people, loads of people at my work are really into like horror and thriller fiction. And now I'm just looking at them in a different light. Like if that's the kind of stuff they're ingesting on a daily basis, can't be a great mental headspace, but a mental, you know, space to be in. Mm. Um, I tell you what I have read since then was yeah. I like on the holidays, I like me me little Holly books and Michael got us for my birthday the Paris apartment because we were going to Paris cute. Uh, and that was just a proper commercial, you know, thriller full of plot holes and everything. And I absolutely loved that one. <laughs> it was fantastic. So yeah, easy to understand. Um, One Christmas I was like, I really want to get into thrillers. So I asked my mum to get me thr- some thrillers for Christmas. So she got me four different thriller books, every single one of the same plot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like that's one of the comfort things about them. They're all the same. Yeah, and then and then when she came to visit me next, she was like, "Oh, I'll borrow one of those books that I bought you. Which one would you recommend?" And I was like, "Any of them. Take your pick. <laughs> Take your fucking pick because they all end the same. They all start yeah. the same, and they all middle the same. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's cozy. It's cozy place. Yeah, I feel like we should be giving the listeners a little bit more considering they've waited this long. But I, I don't know. know what else to say. It's got a gorgeous cover. Go. and it's nice that it wasn't a white person winning the award Mm -hmm. not like Daman Galgut Daman Galgut Galgut. poor Bernadine having to share it with Margaret yeah fucking Margaret I actually love Margaret too I keep thinking oh my god that's like you know when we were talking about when we read her that novella the mother one by Margaret Atwood, mm, and yeah. then we discovered that she had invented that pen that you can sign books with from mm-hmm. miles away. Who fucking was it this week that had to apologise because they've been? <gasps> I want to say Bob Dylan. I think it was Bob Dylan. Oh God, let's just check he's alive quickly. Yeah, I think Bob. He... Yeah, Dylan. And he's been forced to apologise for using a machine. And I was like, yeah. hang on a minute. Well, Margaret Atwood was lauded. Lauded, lauded, lauded. 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 It was, it was Bobby Dill. How old's Bobby Dill? Let's see. The pictures of him all look extremely B- old. B Dill dogs. What? Oh, B Dill dogs? <laughs> He's 81. Oh, I would have gone 94. <laughs> Give the man a fucking rest, will you? You can't go signing. I know. With these arthritic fingers. <laughs> Oh my god, he, he won the Nobel Prize in Literature for having created new poetic expressions within the great American song tradition. Hmm. So maybe we could write songs and win the Nobel Prize. Uh, yeah. Yeah. W- what prize would you want to win of all the prizes? An Oscar. Which category? Best female performance in a leading role. Duh. Duh. I'd like to win Best Supporting Actress. Interesting. Is that because then you, the following year you get to give the award to Best Supporting Actor? <laughs> I just think it's something quite sexy about it. Yeah, supporting. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know. I just think it's fit. Like when Viola Davis won it for doing about three minutes in doubt. Yeah, that's That's true. cool. That's really that cool. cool. That is cool. I'd like to be nominated and every other person that's nominated in the category is Meryl Streep. So everyone's like, well, the chances are Meryl's going to win it. It's like yeah. Meryl in six different roles and then me, and then it goes to me. Oh, Sarah Jane Hopkins. Oh, and then I get to do just, because it's the it's the biggest one. You get to do the biggest speech. Like it's televised and people care. Yeah. Like, I've, do you know how many times I've tried to find speeches given by Pulitzer Prize winners or Booker Prize winners or even Nobel Prize winners. They're just not, no one's bothered about televising those speeches. Why do you think I'm doing all of this? It's for the fame. Yeah, exactly. Well, people who win any of those prizes are just boring. You've got to be boring to win a Nobel Prize. That's so true. Like, just no no party spirit. 
Like they're not going to go to the the Nobel Prize off after party at Madonna's house, are they? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, I also have had a few fantasies about winning Best Actor and being nominated alongside George Clooney, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. someone else. And then when I do my speech, I'll be like, God, all my fellow nominees, you're so fit. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would be really funny. I fancy all of you. <laughs> How good would that be, though? That would be really And then funny. it, like, hands to Brad Pitt, and he's like, oh. oh, oh. Yeah, like... And he feels quite uncomfortable, because he knows oh, I'm God. mortal, and I'll come and get him later. <laughs> and he's internalised homophobe. <laughs> yeah, bit homophobe. Um, yeah, so that's going to be that. So thank you to Shehan Karunatilaka. Yeah, perfectly pronounced in my Geordie Sri Lankan. <laughs> and by um, the way, that's where I'm yeah. from. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, wait, didn't you get really, that wrong? I did. I accident. Oh no, I can't say because it's problematic enough. But it is quite problematic to say this anyway, isn't it? I can't say. Oh, I'm Sri Lankan when I'm a white, 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 white Newcastle boy. Like it's just I need to check myself, man. It's like Stephen Graham when a priest says that he's mixed race. Yeah, which he may well be, but you can't do the Jamaican accent on Jonathan Ross. No, you just can't do, and you can't say that you were called the N word. God no. Um. Anyway, thank you. Seven moons. Love you. Thank you. See you next time. You. Sorry for not reading your book. It's my work's Christmas party tomorrow, Paul. Woo-hoo. Where are you going? We're going to a Mexican. <laughs> what, what Which Mexican? is somebody... It's called, well, I'll tell you something for free. It's called Candy Bar. And... I keep telling people it's a Mexican and then I Google it and check the menu and there's not one Mexican item on it. But I'm, I feel in my soul that it's Mexican. Like I'm certain somewhere I've seen some literature pertaining to this. Anyway, it's very difficult for me as a sufferer of avocado intolerance to go to Mexican restaurants. Because they, they, when they say, have you got any allergies or intolerances? And you say, yeah, I can't have avocado. You can literally see them in their eyes saying what the fuck are you doing in a mexican then mm. you stupid fucking idiot but yeah we're going there and then first we've got dirty santa what's dirty santa so instead of secret santa you don't get like a name you just buy a gift to the value of five pounds which is our budget and then you put them all in a pile and then you go around and one person takes a present out of the pile and unwraps it and then the person that goes next decides if they want to steal that present or take another one from the pile. Oh, yeah. Ends in tears every time, Paul. It's that not is good. not my bag. No. And you can steal three times and then you can get that everyone gets one final swap at the very end. Right. So because I work in literature, I bought a thing that slots on your thumb and it holds your book open. So you know when you hold a book, normally you'd mm. hold it like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I do know what you mean. Well, this does that for you. You just stick oh. it on your thumb and it holds pages open. But Paul, I bought it. It was on it was available on Amazon and I thought, no, I am going to support an independent small business. So I bought one off an independent small business owner on Etsy and he hasn't posted it yet. So that's why you should never support small businesses. So yeah. then Amazon all the way. I'm, and I can't fucking believe it. <laughs> uh, so today at five, I was like, shit, 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 shit. I need to go and get something. There are two bookshops near me, and I thought they'll have like an enamel pin badge that says, I bum books. Like to read. <laughs> yeah. I bum books. Ask me what I'm reading. <laughs> reading for attention. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's why we should have merch. Shit. I know. Anyway, it should be good. Yeah, I'm reading. I'm reading this book for attention on a bookmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, honestly, I would. I would use that, even though I, I read would. on my phone. Anyway, so I went to these two bookshops. Funnily enough, Paul, the only thing that they sold, both of them, was books. Nothing else. Ugh, Just how dry. Not. I don't know. Not even a tote bag. Um. One of them, though, was doing free mulled wine and mince pies, and I was this close because twice I was offered mulled wine whilst I was hunting high and low for whatever, and I was so fucking close, but I thought, no, I've, I'm on a, 
I'm on a time limit here. And then just as I was about to give up the ghost and not participate in Dirty Santa, I walked past Greg's. Oh, I thought you were going to say a famous person. Oh, did oh, you get Greg's I... gift voucher? Five pound Greg's gift voucher. Genius. Fucking class. I got one of them for my birthday one, yeah. Did you? Mm -hmm. And you live above a Greg's pretty much. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, stunning. Well, honestly, I'm smug as can fucking be because I thought I'd royally, royally fumbled this. And now everyone's going to be scrapping over that. And if they're not, I'll have it. It's a win, 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 win. Yeah, that's brilliant. Really brilliant. Um, my friend works for the Greg's Foundation, which is like the charitable arm of Greg's. She gets fifty percent off all Greg's at all times. You are having me on. Now I've been looking for jobs there. I can't think of anything better. No, that would be too. That would be you. That's when you. That's too good. That's too good. Look, you, sometimes you just can't have everything in life. That's one of them. I know, but you working because you'd be working for a early. charity. So you're doing something good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just genius. Philanthropic. Yeah. I'm just on the candy the candy bars website. Oh. It's very um in your face. Yeah. It says, the we best the fun in menu. town. Uh, <laughs> well, it will be when I'm there, baby. Ooh, yeah. The f- ooh, it looks great. I don't see I anything it's... Mexican. Do you see what I mean? Well, maybe it's not Mexican. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, you're going funny. Oh, you've done a nice... Oh, my God, you're awful. <laughs> Let me just take a quick pick of that. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, how... <laughs> Look how you just froze. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's having... She can't breathe. Show us then. Show me a picture um, of me not looking fit. I've sent you it. And what's up? Is that what I look like? How dirty are my glasses? <laughs> cloud oh, of vape that... smoke. Oh, really tickled my heart. Really, really tickled my When's your Christmas party and what are you doing for it? My Christmas party is next Thursday. Charlotte oh, no! and I have organised it. Oh, you've gone again. What? You're going glitchy. It's going next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> it's next Thursday. Your fucking internet next to your name is red. I know. I just... It just do you know what happened today? My internet got cut off because I'm not paying. Oh, Sarah, <laughs> it's mean how they can do Are that. You any... Yeah, is that how much that cap is? Uh huh, Jesus, funny though, isn't it? Hilarious. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, my Christmas party is next Thursday, and Charlotte and I had to organize it. And I mean, they really did not give us. Hope in hell. If you want to book an activity for 25 people in London, you have to do it three years in advance. So we mm-hmm. couldn't book an activity, but we're going to Home Slice. Oh, nice. Which I think would be nice. Then we're going to go to the pub and ring board games. Oh, that's cute. Hope so. No, um, it's fine. We once went to Home Slice together, didn't we? Yeah, perhaps I love it, a homie. <laughs> um uh, oh sorry gone no actually. no i'm no i was just gonna say like what do you hope is gonna happen there's been a lot of chat on the radio so i've been i'm not allowed to listen to um bbc radio 2 because my flatmate says that they're racists and I, he doesn't have anything to back that up but i think he's just trying to get me to stay away from it right is it a known fact i feel like it can't be but anyway i don't know I was in a taxi the day and they were playing Radio 2 and I'm not joking, Paul, it's just back-to-back bangers. Well, we had Harry Styles, Olivia Rodrigo, so, someone all in the space of like 10 minutes on BBC Radio 2. So I thought, well, that is the station for me. So I was listening to BBC Radio 2 today mm-hmm. when my flatmate was out and there was this whole section on Christmas parties and one was like from an introvert's perspective and they're like it's fucking awful I don't want to get pissed for the people that I have to see every single day and make small talk blah 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 and then there was an extra bench she was like oh I love it <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you hope is going to happen at your Christmas party well it will be tame because we're not uh, I, I'm using the collective we here because I'm outnumbered but they're not pissheads at all at all so oh. I will try and not 
embarrass myself mm-hmm. until enough people have left and then I'll probably embarrass myself. That's the plan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, but no, people will be done by five. Like when, we're, so we're going to home slice and then we're going to the pub till five. And then obviously for me, it's like, and then the night begins. But yeah. no, the night will end. The night will end at five. Oh. I know, but I think that's why we're quite, uh, it pains me to say it. But remember how messy the QMSU Christmas parties were? Yes, I do. And, and every night out. Yes. Uh, I think that's, partly why people at my job like do their work yeah and are like good at their jobs mm, yeah that's quite a high yeah. functioning team I would say and right. I think that's probably because people just aren't mortal all the time oh yeah maybe I think that's the case this is even though I've not worked where I work now for a year this will be my second work Christmas party there because we had last year's mm. Christmas party in May and it is definitely the case that they're all quite sensible adults. I know. Uh, oh, is that it then? Are the fun Christmas party days behind us? Or do we just uh, bring them? Well, I think the Greg's Foundation party might be really good. We should we should get a job there. Mm-hmm. Or just get, a, get an invite from my friend. Oh, yeah. 50% off for life, please. I'd love a Greg's black card. That's the ultimate black card, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not asked about a Nando's one at all. Uh, one of my friends has one and it is good. Why does, why? Who are they? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> I won't say their name. You know, oh, you oh. Met them, <laughs> oh, no, I have you met them. Anyway. Are they famous? I oh, I think I know who it is. Yeah, it's my famous friend. Mm. Um, But yeah, whenever we were in London, we go, whenever I'm in London, go for Nando's, but eat free chicken on the ass. Well, if it was free, I'm not. I'm just jealous. That's what it is. Uh, speaking of your famous friends, uh-huh. so we did get a, a fan email <gasps> from someone just desperate to know who it was, and I think yeah. we've probably give the game away now. But I don't want to say it still. No, because I think I will... it's mysterious. Yeah. What I will say though is that I actually say the name of the film in the podcast after that one. Do you? Yeah, and I knew what I was doing when I did it, and I just thought. That's oh a little you, Easter little egg. Cheeky thing. <laughs> well, what's going to give it away now even more is that this person has now been in the press with said famous mother. Yep. Oh, we've never said mother. Okay, it's a woman. And <laughs> because they're in something together and I can't wait to watch it just knowing what I know. I can't. I really can't. Um, and what was really annoying was I feel like she comes across really well this this celeb like very well media trained um and obviously it's their child who's in it and the person who was interviewing was like so how did that come about and she was like well well they had to audition i was like no <laughs> no babe <laughs> no they didn't check your privilege at the door i would love it if she just went oh, well, i'm God. the executive uh, producer so yeah <laughs> i got them in how funny <laughs> They owe me big time. Yeah, I wanted them to like me. They don't like me that much, so I got them this time. Yeah, we're in the difficult teen years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, guess what else? What? Guess who I am going to see in July next year. <gasps> oh, my God, no. Am I going to be really jealous? Don't think so. <laughs> I don't think anyone I've told is jealous. <laughs> is it? Well, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Black pink. Black pink. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I do it. Apparently that tour is absolutely diabolical. Like they're just they're just not arsed. They're just so fucking hungry and they're just so tired. And like genuinely though, it's quite concerning. But they're doing British Summertime Festival. So this where I went to see Adele, where all that bad stuff happened, I'm going to try and not make that, those same mistakes again. They're yeah, headlining. Yeah. So it's the same slot as Adele. I really didn't think that they I would be that, that big. Ah, oh, no, they are. They are. It's just they've got so K-pop stands. Yeah, me. Um, they're, and then... they're everywhere. They're just hidden in plain sight. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's them. And then the following oh, no, week, it's no, Pink. No, tell me oh. I froze them again. Did I tell you that? Yeah, they fucking just cut me off gone today. 
Yeah, I mean, is it, I think it's mean that they can do that. Is, you know, internet. Yeah. Is it a finite thing? Um, I've absolutely no idea. It can't be. It can't be because it's in the air. But then, is it true that if you're in a really built-up area with loads of people, like a festival, sometimes you can't get internet? I think that's just because it's operates on a jack. Do you know? Nah. No, Jack doesn't know. I think it's because it's it'll be like you know, like telephone wires. Mm -hmm. How you couldn't have? Are you with me? Yeah. Shall I stop. I'm what do you mean? No, you're back. Like you can't all be on it at once, just because that is it's. I think it operates as a web, but it's invisible. And if everyone's on one strand of the web, that can't that can't work. So then, surely it is finite. Well, no, you just move to a bit where the web's a bit clearer. Right. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I'm seeing black pink. It's black pink and then pink, but on different days. So I'm not seeing pink. I'm just seeing black pink. Okay, well that's bloody exciting. Black pink mm -hmm. dance routine outside the other day. It was Did very impressive. Say that again. I saw some um people filming a TikTok to black pink outside the other day, like a big dance troupe. Shut up. Yeah, it was very impressive. Oh wow. All very all very black synchronized. No, what? Black pinkronized. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, that's what I'm getting at. I also went to the Korean Wave exhibition at the V&A, just so I could Ooh. see what one of their outfits. <laughs> uh, it was cool, actually. VV cool. Um, right. Yeah. Shall I do next week's recommendation? Oh, yeah. Um, actually, unlike me, I haven't thought of a drink. OMG. Uh, I think I know which. Oh, I know what I want. So, okay. the book is I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy, I mean, I've just been taken in by a supreme marketing campaign because she was everywhere in America, but she was on all the shows, you know, the Drew Barrymore's and the Jimmy Fannels. <laughs> Jimmy Fannel. <laughs> I got mixed up between Kimmel and Fallon there. Um, yeah. but probably both. And she was a child star. And she was in a show called iCarly, which was on Nickelodeon, I think. And then she got a spin-off called Sam and Cat, and she was alongside Ariana Grande in it. Oh, my God. I watched a clip of Sam and Cat. I've never seen any of these things before. I didn't even know who Jeanette uh -huh. was. I watched a clip, and it's abysmal. Ariana Grande <sighs> playing this character is uh -huh. one of the most annoying things I've ever seen. I really recommend oh. that you watch just a clip of it. She's obviously supposed to be a right ditz, and she's, yeah. she talks like this. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's terrible. Um, and actually, Jeanette McCurdy is way better as an actor at, at, in my assessment. So anyway, it's a, it's, a, it's a memoir that's been really well received, and it's a basically about how she grew up with an abusive mother who... Um, restricted her diet and did all kinds of weird things and she, she was just completely sort of unaware of it as a child and how it's affected her life it's pretty I'd, I'd say it's it's a very easy read I'd say it's there's parts okay. of it that are quite heavy and triggering um but yeah I really liked it anyway so the drink the color is the color the cover is pink and yellow two of my favorite colors together um and like fruit so salad I, yeah, or rhubarb and custard. Not rhubarb and custard. Fruit salad, you're right. Um, so the drink that I want is a beautifully pale pink cosmopolitan. Oh, oh guessing. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But it needs I'm to be gonna pale. I'm really, really trying hard to do this. Yeah. How do you do that then? So I guess to make it pale, it's like less cranberry. Because okay. the can be right. really, really pink, but then it's just so sweet and full of cranberry. But if you just make it less cranberry, then it's more alcohol, basically, and it's uh, yeah. and it's pale pink. So that's what we're going to have. Okay. Oh, well, I can't wait. I can't wait for an easy read to ease me back into reading before the end of the year. Yeah. Um, 
I would just like to say as well that the Spotify rap today was fantastic. Wow, wow, wow. Even when we weren't directly in your ear holes, you still showed us an unparalleled amount of love. And Isabella Ashford, we are going to dedicate our Christmas smut episode to you. That's right, everyone. The Christmas smut episode is back. And I think maybe we should take some recommendations for that. If anyone has, I, I mean, we could have a look at some Kira Andrews works again. That's what she was mm-hmm. called, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And if we put up a poll, maybe people can pick. Ah, <gasps> love a poll. So does Santa Daddy. Oh, yeah. Poll in every hole. Uh, what my, my, I love Spotify Rap Day as well. Like, not just because people were giving us loads of love, but I just think it's one of the best uh-huh. days of the year because I love stats and stuff. It reminds us of Eurovision. Uh, yeah. Mine's always deeply, deeply embarrassing, like the stuff that I listen to. Do you want to hear my top five genres? Yeah. Okay. Pop. Number one, pop. Number two, yeah. dance pop. Number three, K-pop. Number four, EDM. Number five, Norwegian pop. <laughs> I mean, you, I, just, I, just, I just need to lean into how uncool my music taste is. Oh, it's cool. That's it's all subjective. Yeah, my top artist was Charlie XCX, which I think is pretty cool. Do you know what? She was everyone's top artist this year. I've She's not. I've, it was it was weird. Mm. It was weird. Like every single Spotify rap that I saw from all walks of life, Charlie XCX was number one. Yeah, well then I'm in good company. She's fantastic. Sorry, yeah. Did you see the Did you see the bit where it tried to explain what your music taste was like? It it did some. It felt, yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, a yeah. horoscope. Some... <laughs> yeah, mine was like was you like really very popular music, which means that you really are listening to the music of today. Like it was trying to be like you're basic. <laughs> Just call me what I am, babe. I know. My Fiat 500 girly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluffy dice. Um, <laughs> right, well, it's good to be back. Oh, I've missed you. I've missed you too. Looking forward to Jeanette and then some Christmas sets. Woo! We'll get the pool up. We'll get the pool up. Oh, um, yeah. I've noticed that you've got your Christmas decks up and it's funny because yesterday I was looking at a screenshot that I took of this podcast on like the 1st of November last year and you had the same setup as you've got now. Yeah, well, I've had to have a background on my teams because I knew, you know, it's just one of those things. People really, yeah. You got them up already. What? Sorry, I want to just be cheerful for an extra couple of weeks, but Mike will put them up on like the 10th of November. But finally, I don't have to have my background because it's December, so... Yeah. Quite liberating. Lovely. I think they're gorgeous. Thank you. Um, all right then, Sarah. I love you loads. Let's not love leave it so long. See you next not... week for Jeanette. Yeah. <laughs> love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. 